Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Welcome to Out of the Blue. My name's Heather. And I'm Erin. And today is the 19th of August. It is a drizzly, horrible Melbourne day today. But that's all right. We're going to be talking about all things jelly. So you're listening to Out of the Blue on 3CR, 855 AM. You could also be listening online, digital radio, podcast. No excuse. You need to be listening. Uh, Hi, my name's Sarah. I love coming here because they offer vegan food. Hi, my name is Paul. This is my first time at Friends of the Earth. I think it's really awesome and the food's great, really healthy and nutritious. Friends of the Earth Food Co-op, 312 Smith Street, Collingwood. A tuneful experience. A 3CR supporter. Well, you are listening to Out of the Blue and as I said today, we're talking all things jelly. That's right. A very interesting topic. Uh, a bit strange. We do have uh, in our little studio here, I guess, Lynn Lee, who looked at sea jellies and real their sleep. So do sea jellies sleep? I mean, I'm going to take a step back. Uh, Lynn, sea jellies, well, they're, from my point of view, a very simple organism. Uh, they sort of bounce around the ocean wherever the tides take them. They don't really have any say in this. Uh, they're pretty ridiculous in terms of um, organisms. They'd be nice. Uh, well, look, look, that's why we're here on the air. We're going to discuss these organisms. Um, why? Why are you having a look at sea jellies sleep and do they sleep? Well, the main reason we're looking at them is that um, how did sleep start in an evolutionary point of view? Did yeah, they sure. start from the very beginning or did they divide in each lineage? We don't know that. So a good point to start is by looking at a very simple organism. Sure. Okay. A very simple organism. Um, as uh, as far as I know, uh, basically just one big stomach, but sort of floating around the ocean with, mm-hmm. um, uh, well, that's it, basically just consuming whatever it sort of happens to uh, fall into their path. Uh, but do jellyfish actually sleep? So obviously we all sleep. Um, we don't really, we don't really know why we sleep. Um, I've looked up quite a few articles on this and there's a lot of debate, a lot of mm. theory. Obviously we have a lot of cellular repair that can happen, uh, network conne- um, connections, hormonal um, uh, balances, but we don't really know why we get sleepy. Mm-hmm. As far as um, a lot of the articles that I read, basically we sleep because we get sleepy. And that, that was the pretty much the sum of all <laughs> wow, the articles. Wow, that's really scientific, yeah, isn't it? <laughs> but it, you know what? That is, that is the, the truth of it. We yeah. don't actually know. So we're taking it back. We're going to a very simple organism. Uh, do they need sleep and, and why do they need sleep? Well, 
I mean, one of the hypotheses, you know, is we need to conserve energy, so we sleep. Okay. Um, and it's possible that jellyfish do that. Um, they might have periods of immobility, like uh, box jellyfish. People have seen that they lay, you know, down on the sand bed at night. Maybe oh. they're resting. Okay. Maybe they need that. Yep. Mm. So maybe some sort of cellular repair is happening in that time? Possibly, yeah. Okay. Hmm. Now, as far as I understand it, when we, we can physically witness sleep in a human via two different areas, so we've got the NREM, so non-rapid eye movement, and mm-hmm. uh, REM, so rapid eye movement. With an animal that doesn't actually have eyes, <laughs> that must be a little bit difficult. So how did you actually observe these uh, jellyfish or sea jellies uh, sleeping, and uh, what did you actually witness? Well... I mean, moon jellyfish don't have eyes, but box jellyfish do. They actually have 24 sets of eyes. 24? Huh. Yeah, including... I didn't know any mm. jellies had eyes. There you go. I'm learning something. <laughs> Love learning See? on a Sunday. Listen on a Sunday, you learn things. I'm learning things. <laughs> I, I was not aware. So so box jellyfish have eyes. Yeah, and they have uh, camera lens eyes as well. But, um, but no brain to process this information? No brain necessarily, but they have a complex network of ner- like nerves. Okay. And um, there's box jellyfish that swim around mangroves, so they have to really navigate and crisscross around these roots. That's so, fascinating. I mm, had no idea. I didn't know that. Okay. There you go. So we're already learning something. I feel something. like I should have learned that at uni. Yes, that would have been handy. No <laughs> offense to my lecturers, I just feel like I should have learned that. <laughs> okay. Or maybe I was meant to learn that and I didn't. Okay, so you were looking at predominantly um, moon jellies. They mm-hmm. don't have any eyes. So mm-hmm. how were you observing their sleep patterns or um, the potential for that sleep pattern? And what was your process and how did you approach it? Uh, well, we're looking at their activity patterns. So how many um, pulses per minute they were actually doing and whether or not that was different during the day and during the night. Ah. Um, so box jellyfish, we went to Cairns to catch a few of them, bring them back to James Cook University. Yep. And we kept them in these um, circulated tanks and pretty much observe them every hour um, at the top of every hour for a few minutes to just check how many pulses they did per minute, average that out, and there was actually a difference during the day and night. They were more active during the day and um, less pulses per minute at night. So that, that raises two interesting points. Um, you were observing them every hour on the hour. Was mm. you physically there? <laughs> yeah, wow. physically there, yeah. That has commitment to science. Mm. Go you. Okay. That's, that's absolutely great. So you were up, were you just sleeping and then waking up every hour? Uh, yeah, well, I had to take turn with um, another person that, from okay. uni, also named Erin. Oh, okay. And, uh, yep, yeah, she <laughs> she camped out at night on, and, yeah, went there every hour and checked for me. Wow, sleep scientists could have been watching you and observing what I happens know. to the human right. brain when you have to get up every <laughs> well, hour. Well, the lack of sleep, there's a study in that. Oh, okay. yeah. All right, so you noticed that they were obviously not as active at night, but this is a very simple organism. Why do you think there's a t- distinction between day and night, and why was that occurring? Well, it's possible, like, certain box jellyfish, like the one that I was talking about going through the mangroves, they might not be able to see as well at at night because their eyes definitely aren't like ours. Yeah, sure. And even we can't see that well at night. Of course, of course. Um, So it could be that they're just resting. They might not be sleeping. They might just be resting at night. We don't actually know. Okay, so the the box jellyfish will lay down because potentially it's a bit of a a hectic environment. It has to sort of um, manoeuvre around. It can't do that well. At night time, but mm-hmm. the moon jellies that don't actually have any eyes, do we understand why there's a distinction between night and day? 
There's a, well, through my studies, we actually checked um, their activity patterns as well. And theirs is quite sporadic. They might be arrhythmic or they might be some kind of ultradian rhythm, which means that they have um, spouts of three to seven hours of activity. Okay. Um, and that's more for smaller animals who require constant feeding, yep. like um, some um, mouse species that yeah. might need to frequently feed. So they actually have ultradian rhythms. And so the best way to do that is just to grab, you know, a large amount of jellyfish and moon jellyfish and just study and see if they do have that kind of rhythm or really it is arrhythmic because they constantly feed. Yeah. Um, they've been found in water to keep going up high in the water column and then low at certain times. Mm -hmm. And that might be dependent on their prey, but, you know, we don't know for certain. Okay. Hmm. Okay. So you are noticing patterns and, and rhythms, mm -hmm. yeah. but they will be feeding all the time, you're saying. So when they are feeding all the time, uh, potentially within these uh, periods where they're not as active, is everything just slowed down? When you're talking about the rhythms, what, what are we observing? Oh, yeah, th yeah, just their pulsation, like how many okay. pulses they do per minute. You know, sometimes they might be slowing down and just pulsing, you know, once or twice per minute. Right. And that's our way of knowing that they might be resting. Might be resting. Mm. Okay. And have has there been further study into what's actually happening on a biological level or is it we're just still at the start of this study? No, we're still at the very beginning. Okay. Yeah, we've only scratched the surface. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, so does this does this uh, occur within all the sea jellies? There are periods of rest and non-rest? Yeah, actually, there's quite a few studies now. Um, sea anemones in right. a similar branch, um, they've been studied where... Their um, arms, actually, Yep. what do you call them? The little tentacles, <laughs> tentacles that sting yeah. things. Yeah, you know what legs. I mean. Um, they, they're more active during the day. Okay. Yeah, yep. and um, at night they're more, more still. Um, there's upside-down jellyfish yep. that actually move them, more really cool. frequently during the day than at night. Yeah, okay. Um, and there's larger box jellyfish who have been found to do the same, so... So we don't understand how uh, how and why we sleep um, to a certain mm. degree in humans mm -hmm. and mammals. We, we mm -hmm. don't really understand, but we can certainly see it also occurring in very simple organisms. In, would you call a simple organism? Would you call a box jellyfish a simple organism? Relatively simple, yeah, I would okay. call them. Um, because one of the theories is, you know, we need to sleep to actually repair our nervous system. Yep. And they actually have one. They have one. Okay. So, I mean, it's a very simple one, yep. but it could be possible that they might need that as well. Okay. And um, do the moon jellies have a nervous system as well? I'm just learning so much about jellies now. I didn't know that uh, there were some jellyfish with eyes. So yeah. this is great. <laughs> I'm learning it. Moon jellyfish have more of a nerve net. Okay. Um, and that just kind of helps them navigate which way they're orientating. Um, but it's it's much more simple than the box jellyfish. Yeah, sure. Okay. Mm -hmm. So jellyfish have been on this earth for a very long time. Um, I think from, from memory, I'm picking out some sort of random date, 440 million years, but... Mm -hmm. Possibly even longer. Feel free to correct me on that. It could be longer. Uh, where did sleep occur in that evolution? Or is that part of the question? Is that part yeah. of the puzzle? Yeah, it is definitely part of the puzzle. Um, and we, we still don't know because you know, know. there's yep. so, so much more to study with jellyfish. So is there, obviously there's a, uh, we're actually much more complex animals, but there are, are there differences that you can see in the sleep pattern between these sea jellies and more complex animals such as us and mammals? So Definitely, yeah. Yeah? So what are those differences? Um, well, mammals like us have been found to have REM sleep. Right. Whereas reptiles and birds, we haven't found any REM sleep in them on the studies so far. Okay. Can you explain what exactly that implication is and what's happening? So if a bird, a bird and a reptile doesn't have REM sleep, what's the distinction there and what's happening? 
Uh, it suggests that there's some kind of ontogenetic kind of level of sleep there where um, at, at our developmental stages when we're young, yes. we need to sleep more and we have more of those REM sleeps. So that actually helps develop our brains in different ways. And reptiles and birds don't seem to have that. So mm. maybe it's a higher brain function thing that we so, don't So, yeah, I mean, my understanding of REM sleep, and feel free to correct me, is mm-hmm. that that period probably most likely in the morning where it's rapid eye movement, you're sleeping, you're actually between sleep and wakefulness. So you're dreaming a lot, but mm-hmm. you're still paralyzed. So you, can, mm-hmm. you, don't, well, you don't get up and act out your dreams. Some mm-hmm. people do. Mm-hmm. I sleep. I do sleepwalk and I used to sleep eat. Sleep eat? Yep. Okay. Wow. Put on five <laughs> kilos in about five weeks, sleep eating, and I would wake up in front of the fridge and I didn't know if I'd eaten or whether I was about to eat. <laughs> and I woke up in bed with an empty carton of milk. New topic for this show. <laughs> Heather Weird sleep stuff eating. Heather does. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't do it anymore. It was just a short period of time. But Were yeah, I was you preparing any food? Like, did you get the eggs and butter out and start? I'm fairly sure I was eating the chocolate biscuits that I was telling myself I couldn't eat during the day. Oh. And Sleep Heather was like, well, watch us eat these. And I did. Are you sure it was sleeping? Are you sure you weren't just I like, no one's watching now? I was asleep. <laughs> I swear I was asleep. Stick to that story. It was very weird. Okay. Okay. Very cool. Um yeah, interesting. So obviously we have much much more complex uh, sleep patterns than, than the sea jellies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what is the aim of the study? What, what are you trying to, to understand? What, what are you trying to uh, gain from this study? Uh, well, looking at their activity patterns first to see if they had some sort of circadian rhythm, which we found box jellyfish do. Um, and then our next step was wanting to look at um, other experiments where we can show that they might be sleeping. So... When you're sleeping, you're um, less responsive. If I touch yep. you, you yeah. might not yeah. respond straight away. That's right. Um, and then, you know, the other difference between hibernation, torpor, and when we're actually sleeping is that um, we have rapid reversibility. So if I quickly hit you real hard, you would reverse back to wakefulness. Yes. And so we wanted to test that in jellyfish. You know, that's another possibility where if they're inactive, um, you know, we might use some kind of stimuli to touch them and if they reversibly you know wake up again yeah yeah so to say um you know that's that's another test we could try to see if they actually do have those stages okay okay Mm -hmm. that's a that's an interesting thought so um you know obviously if you hit me when i'm asleep i'm going to wake up Mm -hmm. um and you're only just looking at the different pulsation levels thus far Mm -hmm. in moon jellies but do they then spring back into action as much as they can as a sea jelly Mm -hmm. uh when they are facing a different stimulus we don't know that yet, do you? Yeah, no, we but don't. But that, that may actually um, dictate part of the evolutionary need for us. I mean, if we're sitting there and a big predator comes along and starts nibbling on my toes, I need to know. Mm-hmm. But a sea jelly that hasn't evolved yet, possibly? Well, we don't We don't know. I mean, I, I think they would react. I mean, it's just a matter of testing while they're most active mm-hmm. and we use that stimuli. You know, how fast do they respond compared to when they are less active? Is there a difference there? If there is, then, you know, that's a sign they they could be sleeping. Okay. All right. right, We're going to go to a very quick song and then we're going to continue all things jelly. So we're going to have The Lost Song by The Cat Empire.
Well, welcome back to Out of the Blue. Sorry for that dead air there. One of our community service announcements decided it just didn't want to play. Oh, you're pressing the wrong buttons. I was not pressing the wrong buttons. Well. So you're listening to Out of the Blue on 3CR 855 AM. You could also be listening online, digital radio or podcasting as well. So we're talking all things jellies. Yes, that's right. So Lynn, we're obviously talking about the different uh, results there with the box jellyfish that you're looking at James Cook University, they would sort of lie down uh, of a night time, which I think is fascinating. They can tell the difference in light and dark, and we don't really know why. Mm-hmm. You're also looking at the moon jellies and how they'll pulse less at night time. Um, is that a good summary of the results there? Is that, that that's what your, your study gleamed? Uh, yeah, pretty much. I mean, moon jellies, I mean, their feeding habits are quite different to box jellyfish, or yeah. I guess their environment's quite different. Um, they move up and down along the water column more so, what we found in our results was, yeah, their patterns were quite sporadic, um, possibly, you know, ultradian. So they they might know when to be more active and when, when to be less active based on their food source. Okay, so it wasn't really a night and day scenario for them? No, no. Yeah. It was more of like a three to seven hour pattern. Yep. Um, but we didn't actually look at that many moon jellyfish, so it'd be better to have a bigger sample size Yeah, okay. Um, and test them that way. Yeah, sure. But they'd still go through moments of inactivity for potentially cellular repair and, um, well, all sorts of things. I'm not sure what a sea jelly needs for a sleep for, so we still don't know that. So yeah. really, so what? where do you go from here? What are the, the further questions um, that this study then poses? Um, well, we've already looked at their, you know, their activity patterns. So that kind of establishes where they have some kind of circadian rhythm, which box jellyfish do just like us. So the next step is, yeah, to see whether or not these box jellyfish do sleep. Um, we certainly really want to test them out in the wild because that's the most accurate way of testing whether or not they will sleep. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the interesting jellyfish that, um, one of the people at James Cook University studied was, um... This certain box jellyfish species, where during the day um, they actually attach themselves under corals or rocks, and they stay immobile there. And then at night, that's when they actually go out. So their eyes might be a bit different to other species of box jellyfish. So we can, you know, look into the science of their eyes. And and I'm assuming that species would prey on different things if it's coming out at night. Yeah, yeah. So this is fascinating. See, I'd always thought of sea jellies or jellyfish as really simple organisms Mm -hmm. with. No real clue as to what they're doing, but you're yeah. really opening my eyes here. This is fascinating stuff. Uh, yeah, they have eyes. Yeah, that, that's what I'm I thinking. know. I know. Okay. <laughs> but they also take, take use of night and day and then employ different activities based on their, their prey items. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, all different species of box jellyfish might all be different. Yeah, okay. Depending on their environment. So have so. there been studies uh, that to look at the actual um, nervous system, as simple as it is, within a box jellyfish to see what is happening within those sleep periods? I believe not, but it would be good to see, you know, look at their genetics and really hone down in their nervous system to see if there's a difference there. So that's another way that we can go as well. So going on a, you know, molecular kind of level. So if you're listening, there's a potential doctorate in there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's the next step. I've got to ask, what made you get into jellies? Like there's a whole, uh, don't get me wrong, great animal. Mm -hmm. There's a whole array of animals out there. What drew you to the jellies? Uh, It was John Lesku. Um... The professor at La Trobe University, okay. he just came up and did a lecture, not a lecture, but like asked, you know, told people about what projects they have. And his curious question was, do jellyfish sleep? And that's all he had to say. Okay. <laughs> that's how he sold it to <laughs> and, you. And, yeah. and from then on, you're like, yep, I want to know that answer too. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. And uh, yeah. Okay. So when you when you were posed this question, you're like, okay, do they sleep? What were you hoping to find, and what were you really hoping it to, to answer, if if anything at all? Because obviously it's, it's a very complex question. Even, as simple as it is, it's a complex question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What were you hoping to find there, if anything? I was really hoping to see if they sleep or not. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, yeah, fair enough. It's a pretty simple question. Simple answer. Yeah. All right. Do they sleep? Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> but you definitely need more time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of course, so. of course. And then this has huge implications on, you know, our sort of understanding of the evolutionary processes of sleep. Mm. Uh, and then very fascinating that you were mentioning about birds and uh, reptiles. Was mm-hmm. it? Don't yeah. have REM sleep. Mm-hmm. So did they, did they evolve their sleep patterns prior to us or are we prior to them or, or how does that um, sort of fit into everything? Well, yeah, that's that's what we would want to know as well. You know, did they have the same kind of sleep early on or did the whole REM sleep evolve later on in the line? Yep. Um, we don't know and that's probably another opportunity to look, not at jellyfish in per se, but like maybe we can look at birds and reptiles. Yeah. Because um, sleep is dangerous. I mean, when you is, sleep, yeah. you have no idea what's going on around you. Yeah, Unless and you're in a group and you've got somebody looking out for you, it's it's a really dangerous state to be in. Yeah, Although, just as dangerous as me without any sleep and yes. coffee. Oh, and you it. without coffee on a Sunday morning is not good. <laughs> it's a terrible show. It's but a yeah. really terrible show when Aaron's like that. <laughs> but, yeah, so obviously there are benefits to sleep. But mm-hmm. what I find fascinating about this is that we're looking at a very simple organism that's been on this earth a long, long time with those rhythmic patterns mm. that potentially are based on just food foraging. So it's a simple level. It's potentially mm-hmm. evolved and grown from there yeah. mm-hmm. to um, incorporate a whole range of activities such as cellular hormonal repair. Um, potentially, uh, another theory I saw was um, uh, actually uh, retaining memory. Mm-hmm. So studies have shown that you're not just sleepy, but actually when you're asleep, memory function it just improves there's some great yeah. studies with babies with that mm-hmm. right. and they'll show the baby something and then they'll have a group of babies that are kept awake and I two see. hours later they're asked to repeat what they were shown and then you've got the babies who went to sleep and the ones who went to sleep are able to repeat the action the ones who stayed awake are, are tired and not able to repeat the action mm. there's some amazing stuff with sleep fantastic okay so we're seeing at the very basic level, a very simple organism, see jelly. We're seeing the very start of that evolution potentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's fascinating stuff. It could have started off simple, and then now there's all there's you know animals sleep in all different ways. I mean, um, some marine species sleep while they're swimming. Yes, mm. absolutely. Um, yep. As we've seen, and we don't even know if birds, like the ones that fly long distances, oh, of do they sleep? Oh, the yes. migratory be- birds that mm. just keep flying for, for months and months. Yep. Yeah. Sleep is a, such a fascinating topic, and you're right that everything sleeps in different ways. Uh, Grain earth sharks actually sleep for about roughly about 85% of their time, mm. but all their senses are still awake because mm-hmm. they're in a hostile environment. Their eyes are uh, open. They don't have eyelids, which helps. Well, uh, but yeah, that does. <laughs> only half their brain is actually asleep, so they're still reacting to stimuli if they need to, but they're just coasting. Um, mm. Which does feel like me most of the day. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm a shark. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely you. <laughs> You're just evolving right here in the show. <laughs> that's right. Well, unfortunately, that does bring us to the end of the show. Thank you so much for joining us today. I no have learned a lot about jellies. Yes. And there you go. They sleep. That's right. But I think part of me just assumes everything sleeps. But yeah, it's dangerous when you sleep. So yeah, some things maybe don't want to. I think we're posing some really interesting questions here that we don't yet have the answers to. But we'll have the answers once we've all had a good sleep. That's right. That's all we need today. (laughs) Nice good sleep. So thank you so much for listening to Out of the Blue. You can contact us on Facebook. Please jump on the Facebook page. Tell us what you want to hear about. Or... (coughs) 
if you want to complain, what you don't want to hear about, we'll take you know any communication on the Facebook page. Um, you can also listen to us on podcast. You can find us on iTunes. Um, we've got some really great shows from the past that you can go back and listen to. And we will be back again next week. So enjoy your Sunday. Hopefully the rain clears. I read it's meant to clear at about 2 o'clock. Um, but Hopefully. get out and enjoy the rest of your weekend. Bye-bye. See ya. listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.